This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Tech in the Right Direction, the podcast. Let's take tech in the right direction to drive social change and close the employment, pay, and culture gap for women in technology. This podcast is focused on helping turn ideas into action to create opportunities for women to advance in the dynamic technology industry. I hope this podcast will inspire and motivate you to encourage more women and girls to seek or grow a career as a woman in technology. Stories about the journey of amazing women in this tech field starts right now. Welcome to Tech in the Right Direction, the podcast. This week, I'll be speaking with Rana Bore, CEO of Instant Alliance. Rana stands out as one of the leading female entrepreneurs in Chicagoland. Rana has been honored as an influential woman in business by the Business Ledger and the National Association of Women Business Owners. Rana was also acknowledged as Enterprising Woman of the Year by Enterprising Women Magazine. Throughout her career, Rana has dedicated herself to elevating women within technology. She's an active participant in the Chicago Innovations Group's Women's Mentoring Co-op and sponsors a full table at the Women in the Forefront luncheon to allow women the opportunity to learn directly from entrepreneurial leaders and network with each other. Since its founding in 2001, Instant Alliance has become a nationally recognized women-owned business enterprise, consisting increasing revenue year over year. Since its founding in 2001, Instant Alliance has become a nationally recognized women-owned business enterprise, consistently increasing revenue year over year. As a leader in the Chicago community, Rana sits on the board and holds leadership roles with the Economic Club of Chicago, the Young Presidents Organization, and the Chicago Network. As a thought leader in the human capital industry, Rana has been featured by CNBC, CBS2 Chicago, USA Today, CNN, and Cranes Chicago in addition to a number of accolades awarded to her agency. She received her BS in business from the University of Arizona. Rana is passionate about helping companies achieve their goals by pairing them with the absolute best talent. Hi, Rana. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you on. Thanks, Jennifer. I'm very excited. to be speaking on women in technology today. Great. So let's get started. Um, Rana, you stand out as one of the leading female entrepreneurs in Chicagoland. Can you share with us some of the awards and programs that you've received and, and been recognized for or created? Absolutely. Um, actually, I've been in Chicago my entire professional career. I got lucky enough um, to have met some people early on and got in the talent business. And I think um, when you're really passionate about what you do, that comes out. And I love working with people and getting to know them and helping them, I guess, progress throughout their career. 
But I really am very excited to say that I have been recognized um, as an Inspiring Woman of the Year. Um, I won that award. And also, um, through Business Ledger, been recognized as an influential woman in business. Um, I also think it's really important to be involved in your communities and the industry as a whole. And in Chicago, there is a uh, female uh, executive club called the Chicago Network, TCN. I'm very involved with that and have sat on boards and worked with that organization. Also, I think it's uh, really paramount to give back um, to women. So I was involved um, a year or two ago in innovation groups for women. It was like a mentor co-op and it was for women in technology who were in um, actually a technical position and wanted to advance their career. That's great. You have so much experience and uh, so many programs and awards that that you have received and recognized for that's just really, really impressive. Um, so, you know, you've dedicated yourself to elevating women in technology. I know you're very passionate about that. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about the work that you're doing? Absolutely. Um, we've been lucky enough to really uh, been involved with some, I guess, large-scale organizations as well as mid-size and even startups. Uh, we were lucky enough to be involved in a project where uh, we helped to find a lot of the talent when McDonald's went into the digital space. And recently, we just wrapped up a project um, helping to build out the digital organization for Hyatt Hotels. So for me, it's really about being involved with customers and companies and CEOs that really want to grow their teams and are passionate about technology and how is that technology used to drive their business forward. So I really dealt with the entire gamut and um, have kind of been lucky enough to work with large-scale companies and look at those organizations and how they have to maneuver within their current environment, um, along with entrepreneurs that are just starting up and how are they going to build teams and their brand to be able to attract talent and resources to come to their organization. That's a lot of great, great work. Uh, being in the talent field, um, you know, we have a lot of women listeners. And can you talk a little bit about the jobs that are available for women, what they should do to get into technology if they haven't, um, you know, thought about or don't know how? Absolutely. So let's take the first one, which are kind of what kind of jobs there are in technology. I think one of the cool things about where we are at today is just from a baseline, technology used to be thought of as a cost center. Now it's what drives businesses forward. So the opportunity and the marketplace is very different than it was even a couple of years ago. I think um, early on, their women thought that they just had to go into development, right? Like that was, or be a software engineer. Now, the gamut and the landscape has completely changed. If you look um, 
at organizations, number one, data and the analytics around the data for companies is huge. That wasn't big three years ago. And so I think there's so many more types of opportunities out there to get involved with than ever before. Uh, AI, machine learning, uh, you know, facial recognition, all these things have a technology component that we never were able to work in prior, you know, to the last year or so. Data science, people who come out of science and being able to get into that field and marry that with data, new opportunity, right? Um, and I think if I historically spoke, maybe even the last two years, I think there's so many positions around this liaison between the business and technology and people who kind of sit in the middle so they could be a business analyst or a project manager. And these are skill sets that I think women historically do really well because they're able to multitask or be able to keep projects on track. And so even if it's not strictly coding anymore, you can utilize a myriad of your skills and experience to bring to the table. I also think the final thing is just like design, like look at how many cool websites or mobile apps and, you know, that's like a user interface and how they feel and how they walk you through, um, you know, a mobile application to use it. So I think a lot of what's offered out there is things that women can really get involved with and utilize a passion of theirs to kind of go into the workforce and be extremely successful. I love that you touched on, you know, in the old days, everybody thought that IT or technology was coding and developing. And a lot of women thought, we don't want to sit behind a computer eight hours a day and just code. That's not for us. But now a whole that whole world has changed. And it's very different with with the cloud, with data analytics, with AI, like you said, data science, all of those things have created jobs that were not even available just a couple of years ago. So it has broadened so much, and women have a lot of skills that they can bring in as differentiators for each of these jobs and a really, really be successful in a lucrative industry. Absolutely. And if I were to go in and even ask um, or speak to the second part of your question is, like, how do you get involved? Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, I think a number of ways, right, depending on where you're at in your path and your trajectory. So maybe for someone who is going from high school into college, something that they can focus on is computer science. Or even, um, even if you're going into a business school now, and I have firsthand experience because I'm looking at colleges with my son, Mm -hmm. And they talked about their programs are all about analytics now and data in these business schools. So maybe view your courses accordingly and learn about that because then you can translate that into the workforce. I think if you're coming out of college and entering in the workforce, you're not sure quite how to do that. I think um, number one, always get internships when you're in school and try to get exposure. Mm -hmm. um, learn and get into LinkedIn and networks um, and just kind of listen to what's kind of going on um, in the marketplace. 
And I think um, if you're not in college and you've taken a different path, going and doing either an online course or getting a certification, you can absolutely do that from your home. And if that is not available to you, I always say like the last option is innovate yourself. Go in, try to code, uh, listen to a podcast on how to do it, maybe create a online um, mobile app or a product that then when you go and submit your resume, you have a story behind. So I think that's really important is being able to talk about um, a project or something that you were involved with if you don't have the direct experience. And I think lastly is being able to um, and open to going in to an organization and working your way up and learning that business and maybe how the different pieces of technology or data or machine learning can affect that business in a positive way. And then I think more opportunity will continue to be open for um, people once they understand how a business works and what their mission is and what they're trying to accomplish. That is great advice. Um, I think there's so many ways to just jump in with both feet, um, have the confidence, think about ways you can innovate yourself, like you said, um, to really get some experience or some stories to be able to come to the table with. I love that advice. Really, really good sound um, sound advice. Um, so you and I both know the importance of mentors. You know, we've uh, been in business a long time and know that mentors are very, very critical to success. What are some ways women can find mentors? And then, you know, how important is it for a woman to have a woman mentor or can it be a male mentor? Can you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. I would say um, the thing that made the biggest difference in my professional career was having mentors along the way. And I have always been of the mindset that I want to learn from others and others' experience. Even though I have my own journey, I think um, people who have been through it and can teach you or give you a different point of view are critical to the success of your own personal development from a baseline. Um, and I have different mentors for different things, right? So maybe I have a professional mentor uh, who can help me be a good leader in my organization, but I may have a personal mentor that can help me with other things in my personal life, like how to deal with teenagers. So I think it doesn't have to be one path forward. I think if you, what is important is to seek out things that you want to get better at and want to learn about. And I think if you kind of set that as your baseline, then you can take the next step is how do you seek out those people? So for me, um, I remember very early on, uh, I heard a woman speak at um, actually a technology conference. I got her. I got her name. I mm -hmm. sent her an email, uh, very nicely, saying how much I learned. I think people's time is very valuable, and I had asked for a coffee, and 
now we're 20 years later and we still talk and she still mm-hmm. mentors me. So I think there's a lot more avenues today to be connected to people through social media, through LinkedIn. And I think if someone has skills that you want to learn more about, I think just having the ability to reach out um, with a note and be respectful of people's time and be strong to what you want help with or maybe lay that out. I think um, being able to find mentorship is a lot easier today than it was, I guess, when I started earlier on in my career. So what did you look for in your mentors? So I know I like the idea of having different mentors for different things, um, you know, for different parts of your life for, for professional versus personal. But did you like spend some time thinking about, well, these are the characteristics I want in a mentor or, um, this person is so inspiring and that's why they, they can be my mentor. What, what are some of those things that you thought about when you were choosing a mentor? I think when I look back, um, what captivated me is I didn't even know that I was looking for a mentor. Mm-hmm. I had heard someone speak and they talked about all these things that I didn't cross my mind. And I'm like, wow, that person is really bright. They're really successful. At the time, it was someone who knew technology. And they know technology. And I'm, yeah, I had been in this industry. I was not a technician. I'm on the talent side. But, wow, that person really seems like they have a lot of industry knowledge. So that kind of was the first thing that, as I was listening to this person, that is what drove me to contact them. Mm-hmm. I think if I went through different stages of my professional career, um, different situations came up and I wanted somebody that knew how to run an organization and people and how do you grow your team and look at capital and things I just didn't have experience with prior. So I think as I matured, my ability to go out and connect with certain mentors for a specific person for for a specific reason also matured. So I think it's different at different phases of your life. Great. Yeah. Great thought process too. Um, so being a woman in tech, you know, what challenges have you faced and what have you done to overcome them? So I don't, often like to say, what is the challenge? I look at it like, what is my piece in it? And how am I going to be most successful in whatever I do? So I know oftentimes people say there's this glass ceiling in tech for women um, and they hit a certain point. But how I always looked at it in my professional um, career is it's on me. So um, I always wanted to make myself so invaluable that, you know, they couldn't lose me or they didn't want to lose me as an employee um, as one of the things. The second is I always look at, and actually my dad taught me this very um, early on, is your web of influence. So who do you know? Um, Get to know people around an organization, just not 
one person. So if you hit a sticking point in your career, or you feel like you can't get ahead, you are connected with other people within an organization or professional network to help you along, to try to see, is it me? Is it a blind spot? Am I doing everything I can? And maybe my boss won't let me get ahead. And how do I solve this problem differently? So I think everything comes with a challenge, regardless of what career you're in. But um, I always took personal responsibility and then tried to work through it by leveraging other relationships, opinions, and really being connected and made myself super important and made a point to go out and build those relationships. You hit on a lot of different things that um, that caught my attention. One, um, you look at challenges as opportunities. You don't look at them as, you know, a deal breaker or stopper. So you look at it as like, okay, this is an opportunity. What can I do to turn it around? You gain um, credibility with a network of people uh, within an organization, which is so important. If you just had one person and you had a challenge with that person, it would be a lot harder to get support to win that, that challenge or win that opportunity. Um, but when you have a network of people around you that are there to support you and believe in you, uh, that's really critical. And you said something about adding value, becoming invaluable. I think I relate to that so closely. Um, you know, in our organization, that is one of our core values is that you must create value and impact within an organization. And I always say, I have to be able to think I can't do without this person. That means you've created impact, you've created value, and it, it's huge because you're alongside with me in everything I do rather than having to just, you know, work with you. And so you hit on a lot of really, really good um, pieces on, you know, how to look at it and don't look at them as challenges. So great job. Um, can you share some lessons learned or leadership skills that you've learned in your career that other women can um, kind of learn from? Absolutely. I think there's so many challenges <laughs> I can speak of. Um, but I just always try to, I guess, go from, I like to lead by example. I'm a very roll up my sleeves type of leader and get involved with my team. Um, not everybody's like that. Um, so I think that helps me because it's taught me to be really sympathetic and open to other people's point of view or try to understand their perspective. Um, I also think like really I'm very humble and mm -hmm. I uh, am always very open to learning new things from other people. And I think that um, that's what makes me kind of human and looking and always trying to do the right thing by others if I can do it. Because at the end of the day, I, um, you, you only have yourself. And I really um, can go to sleep at night knowing that I tried to do the best job possible, not only for me personally, but the teams I work with and the people I tried to help along the way. Uh, people helped me along the way. And I would not be where I'm at today. And I never forget that. 
So um, just, uh, you know, really lucky. Great. Um, those are really leadership skills that you mentioned, you know, leading by example, humility, um, you know, always learning, uh, always being open to growing. Those are just great leadership skills. Um, so in closing, uh, what advice do you have for our listeners? Any last thoughts that um, you can share with the women that are listening in our audience? Absolutely. Um, I just want the women to know out there, when I graduated college, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my professional life. I was just had graduated. I came to a new city. I didn't have any connections. Um, and basically, I was starting from nothing. And like I kind of went for it. I think a lot of people hold themselves back, and they're the ones who hold themselves back. Mm -hmm. And I think just being open to getting yourself out there, meeting new people, learning from people, being okay to fail. I failed so many times, um, personally, professionally, but it's not the failure. It's how do you learn from it and how do you move forward? And I would say the last thing is just getting out there and building a network from for yourself. And I think people will teach you things along the way and you'll meet people and um, that will end up guiding you into opportunities for um, yourself. So that's kind of uh, been my experience and um, hopefully, you know, uh, I was able to help and, um, you know, teach people some stuff that I've learned along the way throughout my career. That's great advice, Rana. Um it is so important that women have that confidence and believe in themselves, but also have a great network. So um, great thoughts. I enjoyed, loved having you on the show. Thank you so much. Can you share with our listeners how they can get in touch with you and your organization? Absolutely. My name is Rana Bori. I'm the CEO of Instant Alliance. Our website is www instantalliance.com and you can contact us at 312-582-2600 and we're headquartered out of Chicago. Great. Rana, what a pleasure. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you for listening and please take a minute to subscribe to this podcast so that you never miss an episode. See you next week. As your organization continues to embrace and adopt new technologies, does your team have the skills required to make the most of your investments? Directions Training offers IT professional and end-user training for the most popular solutions today, including Microsoft 365, Azure, AWS, Cisco, Citrix, VMware, and much more. Our flexible delivery methods and full customized offerings make sure that you get the training you need just the way you need it, in person, virtual, on demand, or through a blended approach. Success is a journey. Ask for directions. Visit us at www.directionstraining.com for more information today.
Thanks for listening to Technology in the Right Direction, your source for the latest technology trends shaping the world. To download this week's show or listen to past shows, visit directionstraining.com forward slash podcast. Past shows are also available at ewnpodcastnetwork.com, as well as through iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. To find out how to be a guest on the show, visit directionstraining.com forward slash podcast. Until next time, we hope that technology takes your business in the right direction. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast.